Hi, this is ESPN's Dave Lamont, and you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Welcome in to the Sports Objective. Very special night tonight. We'll bring in first our great co-host, my buddy Kyle from LaGrange Barber. How you doing, man? What's going on, Dave? Yes, yeah, uh, good to be here. We're sitting here uh, getting closer and closer to Christmas and to the uh, Birmingham Bowl. And uh, we got the uh, we got the executive director of the Birmingham Bowl on with us tonight. That's right. Uh, glad to bring in executive director of the Birmingham, the Ticket Smarter Bur- Birmingham Bowl. And that will be Mark Meadows. How are you? I'm great. How about you guys? Great. We're excited. Uh, one week from tonight, I'll be there in Birmingham and uh, probably have my bags, hopefully, in the hotel by now. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm hoping that I can make the pep rally. Uh, first of all, I'm very excited about being on the bowl and being with you and uh, with you guys. And I want to thank you guys for the hospitality and how great you've been treating our university, which is expected. Well, thank you very much. Like I said, glad to have you guys back for the the third time and, uh, you know, uh, very familiar with you guys and, and love working with you. Mark, what is the, uh, what is the selection process like when you, when you were trying to decide who you want from the American? Um, and I, you know, I know, I guess the ties technically with the SEC, we ended up uh, playing coastal from the Sun Belt. but h- how was the selection process work you know, choosing a team from the American and how did you guys end up uh, with coastal with the, uh, I believe the ties to the Birmingham Bowl uh, or the SEC is, is the first time. Well, you know, back in the old days uh, of, of bowl, the way the bowls operated, you know, it, everybody was kind of courting each other. The bowls were courting the teams and the teams were courting the bowls. Uh, you know, that's kind of that, – that's all been out the window for a while. You know, we with ESPN events, we actually own and operate 17 bowls. And of those 17 bowl games, we have relationships with almost every – conference if not every conference uh in in you know in college football so we have we have a lot of opportunities to to talk with commissioners and ad's and and those type things and and get the best matchup possible for birmingham um you know so you know it's it's a negotiation it's you know there's a lot of people involved and uh you know we we wound up with what i think is a a great game i think it's going to be a a fun uh hopefully offensive show for both teams. And, uh, you know, we can, if we can, uh, 545 kickoff on ESPN, we'd love to pull up a lot of points and get a big audience. So nowadays, does it's, so let me word this right. Is TV primary, the is that the number one objective is to get good ratings versus, I mean, you want to sell tickets, you want to have a crowd at the bowl. But having an attractive matchup, East Carolina, Coastal Carolina, has regional interest. It's two teams that have not played, even though we're very close to each other. Uh, and, and you're right, two very high-powered offenses. Is, is, is TV ratings, does that take precedence nowadays with ESPN owning these bowls over over uh, turnouts? I, I wouldn't say that. And, I, and I'm not heavily involved in the decision-making process. Um, you know, I'm, I'm consulted about the talks that are going on. 
but I'm not involved in the in the decision making process. But I don't think TV plays a, a, a you know a, a big role. It's, it it certainly has a role uh, in the process in that the you know uh, I, I know the the two teams you know uh, probably have a bigger say. The two conferences and the teams have a bigger say than TV does. I got you. And Mark, I know that uh, the teams are going to be arriving coming up on is that Thursday. Uh, the the uh, coastal will come in on the twenty second. You guys are coming in on the twenty third. Okay, so Thursday for coastal, Friday for us. Wow, that's not uh, that's kind of scary to think it's just a few days away. But yeah, it's it, it's it's close. And uh, can you talk about the activities that you have planned for both teams? Yeah, so you know we had planned on both teams arriving on the twenty third. Coastal uh, made a decision to come in a day early. Um, so they'll have, you know, a day of practice on the 23rd uh, where, where East Carolina will be flying in uh, that, that day. Um, so that evening, the evening of the 23rd, we're taking both teams to uh, the Start On Comedy Club, which is uh, uh, a kind of an annual event we have for the, the players and the coaches. Um, and, uh, you know, have a little entertainment, a little uh, uh, pasta, uh, a meal, buffet out there. And, you know what the, the story we always tell about that is in the very first year you guys were involved in it um you know we tried to tell all the restaurants that were hosting us or hosting the players that these guys don't eat like normal people they eat you know a lot and so uh the very first year um as as the kids were coming out and i call them kids uh the the, the, the young men were coming out of the buffet we actually counted 19 meatballs on one guy's plate and we think he still holds the record uh, from 2006. I've never seen 19 meatballs on anybody's plate since then. That's, that was not me. <laughs> but, they, but they but they eat a lot um, and they enjoy that evening. And then and then we've got, uh, you know, uh, throughout the week, you know, we've got Eplex uh, Gaming uh, Center, which is here in Birmingham. Uh, we went out, our staff went out and toured it a couple months ago. Um, it, it is a, a fantastic area. I know the young young men on both teams will enjoy going there. Um, we have you know hundred hundred gaming stations and about twenty uh, virtual reality stations. So uh, you know so that's, so that's going to be a crazy day. That'll be a lot of fun. We have our annual bowling challenge that we do where where we take take both teams out. Um, the center lane is reserved for uh, two coaches and uh, four players from each team, and we have a bowl off and we. We, you know, we, we have a little competition, a little friendly competition going on there. And then, of course, the players, you know, will get their gift suites, um, you know, at, at some point. I think it's on the 24th or 25th. Um, you know, they'll they'll go through and, and pick out the gifts, uh, their bowl gifts for this year's game. That is always one of my favorite things to look up is bowl swag. So you guys are doing a gift suite. So the players will have different things they can choose from. Yeah, it, it, that kind of, you know, that most of the game, bowl games, I would say, you know, 70% are probably doing the bowl suites now, the gift suites now. And what happened was, you know, and I'll, I'll go back to our, again, our early years, you know, when iPads were really popular. So, you know, somebody comes to our game and we want to give the most popular gift. So we gave everybody an iPad. Well, then the next year, those players go to another bowl game and iPad was still popular. So they gave them another iPad. So, it, you know, the, it, what we found out was a lot of redundancy. We were picking stuff that other bowls were picking, so the players were kind of double, you know, getting double gifts. So we found it was better just to go to the gift suite, give the players a certain number of points, 
you know, they get six points, so they can pick one gift at six, or they can pick six gift, gifts at one point, or any combination in between. And so they can kind of pick out what they want, what they need, um, and uh, and so it, it's really worked out a lot better that way. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I, I, I've read several bowls in the past where you'd see the swag, and then they'd have gift suite lifted, listed, and I guess now that's become more commonplace, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and on and on top of the gift suite, we're giving the players a, a um, uh, I call it a swamp cap, uh, whatever you call it, you know, a, a branded bowl, branded cap, um, and then we're doing a a um, an ESPN branded uh, cooler backpack. So those those I think I think they'll enjoy those as well. Okay. On top of the gift suite, Mark. Last week I watched your press conference, and what struck out to me is let's talk about the economic impact. Uh, did I hear that right? And uh, maybe forgive me, I'm real tired. I've worked all day and like what you have and the guys have. Was that really over $160 million since the time you guys started back in 2006? Yes, yeah, so it's a little over uh, It's a little over $10 million a year. Uh, you know, some years are, are bigger than others. Um, and, yeah, so it's $166 million. Uh, those are figures that are provided by the Birmingham uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau. Those aren't our figures. Um, and so... Um, yeah, we're very proud of that. You know, the city of Birmingham is a, a supporter of our game, and we're glad that we're able to bring people in. The time of year uh, when you know, hotel occupancy is generally low, you know, the last couple of weeks of December. Um, and then, you know, all of our restaurants at the uptown area and out by the Galleria where, where uh, East Carolina is staying. You know, so we're, we're, we're excited about being able to generate um, some economic impact there. And like I say, even if, even if somebody drives in and only buys a tank of gas and heads back out, you know, that's still, that's still economic impact for Birmingham. Mark, you, uh, you mentioned, you know, how the bowls now and, and it's going to be the 16th bowl. It was played for years at Legion field. Now it's played at the new stadium there in downtown Birmingham, UAB, uh, the stadium that UAB plays in. I, I, I'm forgive me for not knowing the name of the stadium off the top of my head, but talk about the new stadium and then just, just the, uh, how the environment has changed probably around the bowl game because of the stadium in the downtown area. Yeah. So protective stadium opened last October. Um, and we, we had fortunately had the first sellout, uh, as it configured for a football, uh, game. We, we, uh, last year's bowl game, we had 41,871 people, um, at the game. Of course, having Auburn, you know, win the game was certainly helpful from a local ticket sales, uh, uh, impact. Um, but the stadium is extremely nice. It's got a very nice club seating area. It's got a you know got a chairback seating on on the opposite side, and then all of basically all of the sideline seats um, in the lower lower level are the bench backs, so you don't have somebody's knees in your back. Now, if you're in the end zone and upper deck, you know those are bench seating. But it's a great stadium. Got a huge video board um, overlooking the the city skyline. Um, so it's a, it's a great venue, and I, I I'm excited about seeing it um, after dark. Uh, we we were 11 a.m. last last year, so it was 70 degrees and sunny. It's not going to be 70 this year, but uh, but 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 the cold front will be out here by then. It'll just be normal winter weather. If high 45 kickoff, luckily 6:45 Eastern time for the people that are staying home to watch yeah. the bowl. Sorry, yeah, 5:45 Central. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, you good? And uh, uh, by the way, the uh, and. Kyle and Bubba and I love country music and I understand you guys have the football record, but Garth Brooks has the overall record, right? Gar- yeah. Gar- Garth, um, 
was able to put 10,000 chairs on the field, which we, we didn't have the luxury of doing that. So, so yeah, he, he, he caught us by about 10,000, but yeah, it, and I was there too. That, that was a great, that was a great experience. Yeah. I think Garth live is always good live. Uh, uh, you mentioned the activities for the teams. Uh, what activities are going to be uh, there for the ball at the bowl game and surrounding the bowl game for the fans coming in for, for yeah. anybody watching? I was, I was telling someone earlier today that, you know, I remember the very first game that the East Carolina fans were really sending us emails and saying, hey, make sure Birmingham knows we're coming and don't run out of beer because evidently the year before there had been an issue with whatever city you guys were in that ran out of beer. Uh, so, uh, and, and, and we tried to get that word out, but some of the bars didn't get it. But so, so in year two, we started what we call, uh, the, the uptown fan. Well, it wasn't uptown then. It was a fan fest. It's now the, the Bud Light fan fest at uptown. It is directly across the street from the stadium. And so on Monday for those arriving, you know, early, uh, from one until 6 PM, uh, we will be, you know, right there at the like I say, right across the street from the stadium in the uptown area. Um, we'll have live music on the stage, both country music acts. You, you were talking country music. We, we got uh, two country music acts, one from uh, going from one until five, one until five. And at five o'clock, Coastal Carolina will have their um, pep rally. And then at 530, East Carolina will have their pep rally. And then both pep rallies will kind of end uh, you know, at, at six o'clock, we'll have a little fireworks demonstration. So um, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, and then the next day, basically, we do the same thing again, except we don't have the pep rally. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we'll have the live music um, uh, on stage all day. And, and on both days, you know, we've got corporate displays. We've got food and beverage out there, uh, interactive games. It's just a great place for fans of both teams and locals to come out and kind of interact with each other. You know, if you don't, if you don't want to bring your tent and set up behind your car, or wherever you're parking, this is a great place to, to tailgate pregame. And so we, we urge everybody to come out there both days. And, and from a, from more of a chamber of commerce standpoint, not directly tied to the bowl. Uh, what are some good restaurants, some good restaurants, some good restaurants in the area you would recommend? Oh, look, they, they, Birmingham is known as a food town. I would, I would hesitate to name one, Without without hurting someone's feelings, but in the uptown area, um, you know we've got Texas Day Brazil right there, um, you know, and then we've got um, Southern Kitchen, we've got uh, uh, Cantina, which is a Mexican uh, uh, type food, we've got a burger place, uh, mug shots, is there. So all that's right there in the uptown area, right where the the fan fest is going to be. Um, Top Golf is about a block away uh, on the other side of the stadium. Um, and then, you know, like I say, Birmingham, I, I would just, I would just urge anybody coming to town, you know, just kind of, uh, go online and look up Birmingham restaurants, but we've got some world-class restaurants here in Birmingham. I'm not sure what's open and what's not open during the holidays, but I would urge your fans to, to go online and look them up. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we've got a lot of great restaurants here. How Dave, you got anything you else? Go yeah, I've got a few more things real quick. I know we're running a little long here. Uh, this is from uh, one of our uh, friends and listeners and viewers, Todd. He says, I was trying to pre-order parking passes, but the only lots available for pre-sale are an ADA lot and a parking garage, which I refuse to do if there were real open air lots that will be available the day of the game. I'd really like to have a lot of passes in hand before we go if possible. And that's Todd Vibrant. Well, let me look and see. I, I thought there were, hang on, let me 
Park. There's three different. I don't know on the. I knew we were going to have that question. There's three options off the top of my head when I was looking at this morning, uh, preparing for the interview. Um, there's the lot. The there was the lot for the garage. There's the. There was two other lots I saw. Yeah, it, it says you know again we're working with the BJCC on this, but according to to the notes that are on our webpage, you know there are two two lots that you can pre-purchase. Uh, which is the BJCC lots and about Will Garage, which is a block or so from the stadium. Um, there is, I mean, there is ADA, but I don't think those lots are strictly ADA. I, 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 I've never, I, I've never heard that before. If that's the case. So the 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 uh, the the one lot you mentioned is an open air lot. The BJ whatever I, I, whatever you just said. The Batwell Garage and then the BJCC lots. And BJCC is that's open air, right? Uh, some were some were garages. I'm not sure what all they have. Okay. Um, um, uh, as far as, but I'm looking on here right now, and there are there are parking passes available, but not maybe not in in an open lot. There's a, there's an orange lot, um, red garage, and a lot of those will be open on game day that aren't available for pre-purchase. Yeah, and 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 I don't think if, for, for the listener to have that question. If you don't have a parking pass in hand, there'll be plenty. Of, I mean, not making any you know shocking statements here. The game's not going to sell out, so you'll be able to find parking. Yeah, and and like I say, there's you know this is downtown Birmingham, and and it's a Tuesday after Christmas, so a lot of the lots, you know, a lot of the parking lots will be open because a lot of businesses will, you know, not be not be operational that day, or people will be working from home or whatever. So I, I don't feel like there's going to be a parking issue. Um, and then we also, you know, the, the best option may be for that listener is we operate a shuttle service from the Galleria Mall. Um, and uh, we actually have a large parking area, two or 300 cars can get in there uh, right outside of uh, Dave and Buster's, which is at the Galleria. And we operate a shuttle from there on the 26th and 27th, which would drop you off, you know, a block from the Fan Fest. So, now, do they uh, mind if you tailgate? at that lot if you take the shuttle? Um, I don't I don't know that they'll allow tailgating in, in there. I, I, I it, it would be doubtful. Okay. Um but uh but there'll be there'll be lots downtown that you can tailgate. Right. And go to go to the fan fest anyway. I mean you know that, yeah. that's what it's there for. Yeah. Can you uh, how long is the uh tailgates lots open? You know, this is uh, Todd had another question. Is it four hours or six hours in advance? Is it four hours I take it? The, the parking the lot- lots yeah, the parking will open four hours prior to the game. Okay. And we had another question as far as um, – uh, let, let me say that that's for the game. They, there may be some that are open prior to that that are just general public parking that aren't that aren't part of our of our parking plan. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, as far as um, tickets, I'm trying to run through because we're running out of time here. Um, this is a question we had from our listener. We've heard some of the numbers as far as the tickets that have been sold through the schools, but what can you tell us as far as what's been sold directly from the bowls? Do you have like numbers for the bowls? Um, I don't have them right in front of me, but we, we start selling, um, local, I guess, you know, what what I would say, local tickets. Um, we, we sell those starting usually in May or June. Um, and it's our typical corporate sponsors that buy them, give them to their employees or give them to their vendors. Um, we are right on track with what we typically do year in, year out. Um, okay. we, we have a, a great a group of 
supporters in Birmingham that, that support the game uh, before they ever know who the, who the teams are coming in. Um, but, uh, but I think most of the tickets are being sold through the two schools, um, athletic departments, and I won't know any, any of those numbers until later on this week. All right, Mark, I appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. I looked up with the clock. We're at 20 minutes, so I don't want to keep any longer. Is there anything before we let you go that you'd like to tell uh, fans for East Carolina? Well, again, if you guys are, are coming, you know, urge you to come on in and enjoy uh, your time in Birmingham. Get your tickets, you know, buy them through the school there. And we still do have tickets available online here if, you're, if you'd rather buy through us. But uh, I would say support your school, buy your tickets through your athletic department. And uh, and then come on down. So that way you'll be you'll be sitting with like-minded people. There you go, <laughs> um, Mark. Thank you so much for your time tonight. It's been fun. I uh, can't wait a week away. I'll be there in Birmingham. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you there in about a week. Yeah, and uh, first quarter will be over by this time in a week. Wow, that's right. Hard to believe. <laughs> Have a good one. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Thanks. Same to you. All right. Good night. Bye bye. All right, Mark Meadows there. Appreciate his time. I know that, uh, man, time is uh, getting away from us fast, isn't it, Kyle? It'll be, it'll be Christmas before you know it. And uh, very excited to have him on. And uh, I know it's going to be a lot of fun between now and that time, right? Yeah, uh, obviously um, Christmas is coming, as you said. And uh, most coming, people, man. I'm assuming, are not going to head to the bowl game until probably the 26th. Some folks may head out on Christmas Day. I, I remember quite a few people last year, Annapolis a lot closer. I remember quite a few people last year headed out to Annapolis on Christmas Day after opening presents Christmas morning. Um, again, I would urge people, particularly if you listen to us in the western part of the state, out towards Charlotte, it's only about a six-hour drive to Birmingham from out Bubba's Way towards Charlotte, Annapolis area. So you can make a day trip of it. If, if you're undecided and you live out in the western part of the state, it's a day trip, man, six hours. That's like, that's dry, like, that's less than driving from Greenville to Gatlinburg. Everybody's made that trip. So uh, if you live out towards the Charlotte area, I would encourage you to make a day trip of it um, or, you know, or go down the night of the 26th maybe. And, uh, you know, don't overthink it. Like I said, it's, it's a six-hour drive from the Charlotte area to Birmingham. And I know it's quite a bit more if you live in the eastern part of the state. you got to have more planning. But got a lot of pirates out in the western part of North Carolina down in the Atlanta area. Yep. Um, where's our Atlanta Pirates? Come on, buy some tickets. Get your ass over to Birmingham. I mean, it ain't no time from Atlanta to Birmingham. No doubt. In fact, uh, by the way, our good friend Justin Butts' family owns a trucking company. They're going to be pulling out on Thursday, and they're going to be posting updates. So you'll keep your eyes on social media, and uh, and make hopefully they uh, Justin appreciate him and. He didn't. Yes. He didn't mention the country acts that we're going to play. Is it local people, or do we know? Yeah, who they it's are? more local people, and including okay. the. Uh, they even have, uh, hey, Kyle, they have a bluegrass band that's supposed to be really good that learns the fight songs for both East Carolina, in this case, and Coastal Carolina. They'll be playing there at the pep rally. So that's going to be on, on both days. Well, you know, if you're a bluegrass band from Alabama and you see folks from North Carolina coming to town, you might be a little intimidated. <laughs> uh, we, we shall see, my friend. We shall see. It's going to be fun. They even have, uh, there's a lot of things to do in Birmingham. It's actually a very nice city, and I'm glad that they have the downtown a field now that's going to be great. The stadium, a protective field that's going to be so much better. And, um, yeah, I think moving it out of Legion Field into the new stadium downtown, yeah. you know, it gives it a whole new feel. Sounds like there's a lot of nice restaurants. You, you mentioned there's a part, a shuttle from the Galleria 
we're yeah. getting part there, Dave and Buster's. I mean, so that it sounds like it's much more organized and fan right. friendly than it was in years past when it was at Legion Field. We had the first, the very first year, and uh, Justin put out there, ask about the <laughs> Papa John's bowl with no pizza, um, which I, he was joking, but. Um, that was tough, and they've come a long ways. And I remember the uh, I told you guys a story. They literally had a man selling liquor on a card table, old card table uh, near the concession stand. I'll never forget that, that. And also for TV purposes, I know why they had to do it. But they put both fan bases side by side on one side of the stadium, which is I yeah. Mean, that's I standard. heard that did not go well. It, no, they were every time I was walking by the USF fans were heckling me and yeah. all the Pirate Nation. I didn't like yeah. that at all. Yeah, South Florida fans at the time were ass clowns. Um, I think maybe their fan base has been humbled since then quite a bit. Um, but I, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Coastal Carolina is it's a game I think that needs to be played. ECU and Coastal. Um, you know, we play them. We played them in baseball in the regionals. Um, be nice to beat them. We, we took we took them out in the regionals. It'd be nice to beat them in the bowl game. Um, to me, it's it's. I kind of wonder why we don't play them regular season in, in multiple sports. But you know. Uh, they got a good basketball program too, yes. so uh, I'm glad I'm glad the game's being played. And you know, I kind of some of our fans have been negative towards it, and I kind of had the theory, Dave, that a lot of the older fans, that the players, because these players today they only really know Coastal as being a good football program. They, you know, they they they've been very relevant over the last five years, and our players' football memories probably only go back about ten years. Right, so you think about that, and. You know, really, you know, how, how old are you when you really start paying attention to college football? So, I mean, uh, I think our players would be excited. I talked to, uh, you know, our friend Brendan Shapiro, who he's a younger guy, graduated from ECU last year, and he's super fired up to play Coastal. So, um, I think that the players may be more into this matchup than some of the fans. <laughs> I like the the matchup, and you, beat, you stole my thunder. I was going to mention that the fact we're playing, I'm hoping that we can have – this will be great to have – at least a home and home with Coastal Carolina. I think that would be fantastic with football and, like you said, basketball. And we wondered why baseball for years. We've talked about that since the inception of the show, you know. And that's none of our business. That's uh, Coach Godwin, and I know that sometimes one side can do it, and the other side. Sometimes it just comes down to scheduling. They can't make it happen. Uh, you more. know what? I, I'd like to see if you can't, if you can't do a midweek series in baseball. I'd like to see a weekend series, or yeah. how about a neutral side? What? what? Well, you know, what, what about me down in Fayetteville? They, they got a minor league park down there. Let's play them in Fayetteville. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it. Whatever we can do to get them on the schedule, I think is great. And uh, with the fans, the fans are, I know um, we're over 1,000 tickets uh, sold. So we'll see how many. What would you guys say? My number that I'm hoping for is at least at this point. I know it's a conservative number, but more realistic. You think between the bowl and the school, what we've sold, around 3,000? I would hope between three and five thousand. I think That's anything less than that would be embarrassing. Um, yeah, and it really is sad to say, but it, it, this it's, it's the day and age we're in. Um, five thousand used to be a low water mark for a bowl for East Carolina, but I think this day and age, if we're able to get to that many, you know, I, I have no doubt in my mind that a lot of people probably bought their tickets through the bowl, um, just because of the impatience, man. You know, it's, you you just got your tickets released today if you order them through the Pirate Club and. You you can go to the bowl and buy cheaper tickets and get them instantly uh, to to the bowl website. And I'm not encouraging people to go to the bowl website. I'm encouraging people to buy them right. from you. I'm just stating a fact. You can go to the bowl website and buy tickets for thirty bucks and get them right now, print it out and be done with it. So I would imagine quite a few people, probably particularly as I mentioned, 
people in the Atlanta area, Charlotte area have probably bought through the Birmingham Bowl directly. Yeah, and also I want to mention the, the fact that uh, behind me, where you see that scoreboard, uh, the video board rather, uh, those end zone seats on, on either side are the $30 seats. So it's not a, I don't think, I've never been there, but my gut feeling looking at the picture um, that I put up here behind, that's behind me, I feel like that there's not a bad seat. Do you think, Kyle? I mean, just looking well, at Well, watching a game from an end zone is a little different. It gives you a different view. Some people don't like it. I don't care for it. Um, you know, uh, for different reasons than other people. I got I to have that scoreboard where I can see it. But um, if you don't mind watching from an end zone, it's a definitely a cheap option. And stadium only holds 41,000. So, no, they're, they're – and it was built recently. So, you would think they would have built it, you know, with modern thinking. So, I wouldn't think there'd be a bad seat in the whole stadium. Uh, only 41,000 seats in capacity. So, no, I mean, I don't see how there could be a bad seat in the house. And, by the way, our good friend Craig. Craig is the man. He says estimate from the EC ticket office – is 2,000 from all sale venues today on, on PRL. From all sale venues, so that means through the school and? Yeah. I don't see how they would have access to how many tickets we've bought uh, for the Birmingham Bowl because how the hell would they know? I mean, are they going by address? I mean, I, how would you know if it's an East Carolina fan buying it through the Birmingham Bowl? So, um, yeah, if it's, it's 2,000 through the school, I, I don't know. I, if we only had 2,000 fans down there altogether, that's disappointing to me. Very disappointing. In fact, uh, last the end of last week, I ordered my baseball tickets, and I asked our friend Coleman Spain, the head of uh, ticket operations, as of Friday last week, we'd only sold over a thousand. So I'm thinking, I don't see no offense, but to our to our fan base, but I don't see our a uh, thousand more in the last few days. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I hope that's right. But um, yeah, there's a guesstimate from other venues. He said it's twelve hundred now. Um, Twelve hundred through the school and a guesstimate. For, I, I don't see how they can guess that. I mean, to yeah. me, it would be a complete guess. I mean, what do you what do you survey in addresses? Uh, you know, the tickets are coming to Greenville. The tickets are coming to Charlotte. I mean, I, I don't I don't see how you can make that estimate through the Birmingham Bowl website unless they're just taking in a percentage. Unless they ask the Birmingham Bowl how many tickets have you sold to- total that's not corporate, and they're just taking a guessed percentage going to East Carolina fans. Um, yeah, I would expect we'll have. I would hope we'll have over 2,000. If it's only 2,000, look, next year when we when we go to the Myrtle Beach Bowl, because that's the only place that will take us, don't complain. Of course, I'd have rather been there this year anyway because I could have gone. And right. would, have, would have been like to be – how about Marshall? They took out UConn today uh, to get nine wins. Um, uh, so uh, I got that one right. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I, um, I got the SMU one right. Yeah, I, I, my, ball pick em, my ball pick is kind of – Kind of got off to a bad start, but uh, I, I don't I don't see me winning the, the the grand prize. But it is what it is. That's right. Um, mine was uh, I, I picked Cincinnati. I thought Cincinnati would beat Louisville. That, was, um, that one was a, that's and the other one that I'm disappointed. I think we talked about on Saturday on our live show at Porky's Backyard Barbecue. That Troy, I knew that was going to be a nail biter, but the uh, well, what that, what kills you? What kills you, Dave? What kills you, Dave, is crap like that BYU game. You know, I took BYU to beat SMU. The spread was one and a half. They won by one. So, I lost oh, that man. pick. So, that that's the kind of crap that kills you. So, I lost that one, too. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the – yeah, I've been pick, thinking about straight up. But, yeah, the point spreads is what they're going by. So, half a point, the difference between winning and losing. 
um, that one. But that was the the I got that one the pick right, but not the line. So, um, but it's that's that's the way sports goes, right? Um, and hopefully, yep. hopefully the most important game on next uh, next Tuesday night. Just so odd to say Tuesday night for. Uh, football game. Flash back to some old Conference USA days when we had some Tuesday night games back in the day. That's true. Tuesdays and the Friday. Yeah, that's true. But uh, just hard to uh, wrap my head around that part. But hey, I'm happy we're in a bowl. I'm happy for, um, by the way, we'll try to get you on Wednesday. Coach Houston's going to speak to the press, the media after practice. And that'll be Wednesday afternoon. So we'll try to have that for you uh, as soon as we can on all our social media platforms. So keep that in mind. Um, we, uh, we have our toy drive that we did on Saturday. I'm taking those tomorrow to children's hospital, uh, Maynard's children's hospital. Like we talked about, by the way, folks, uh, next year, we're going to, um, I don't think they'll mind us joining their calls. The hugs for Harrison. Yeah. Hugs uh, from Harrison. Uh, hugs from Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, all those toys go to the Maynard's children's hospital. It's a great cause. And, uh, they have boxes the, all the toys have been taken up at this point, but they had boxes all throughout East North Carolina. Right. But, Glad to have Porky's join the calls uh, next holiday season. In fact, uh, we had about 20, 20 or so toys. So uh, for one day, toy drive was uh, good. And then we have uh, the fact, uh, I want to remind everybody, uh, let me let everybody know real quick, uh, Kyle, tomorrow is the last day of the toy drive at Children's Hospital. You can take those uh, new unwrapped toys. And right there at Children's Hospital at the traffic circle, they have the great Children's Hospital staff and they'll take those toys. So if you're kind of undecided or you haven't done so in your local in the Greenville area, Eastern North Carolina, uh, then go to Children's Hospital. Rhonda James and the staff do a fantastic job. I want to give them a plug for that. Uh, Kyle, as far as the things to do, one of the things I would love to do, I love zoos, but uh, we won't have enough time. I know at Birmingham, if you get down there, I know they have the Birmingham Zoo is a, one of the things I wanted to do. But again, we'll have to go back to Birmingham another time. Uh, not enough hours in the day for all the stuff they want to do. And mostly it's going to be football stuff. But I know Top Golf is another thing. Dave and Buster's is, I think the one thing that I notice about this bowl being downtown is there's more things to do since it's really close to UAB. Yeah, obviously, much better location. Um, you, you got the Galleria shopping area. Uh, obviously, a lot of good restaurants, as he mentioned. He was hesitant to to, yeah. to, to name some, but he, but he did. Um that mug shops, I've heard. Is that a chain? I, I, he mentioned a burger place called Mug Shops. I, I've heard of that. I wonder if it's local to Birmingham and just well known, or if it's a chain. I'm not sure off the top of my head. By the way, if you're uh, the website is ticketsmarterbirminghambowl.com, and they have a visitor section. It's very good. They have they did a nice job on. I think the website. They've done a nice job with the that pep rally is going to be great. Five thirty on Monday afternoon. If you're there, you can get a chance to. Uh, Mike Houston and the the Pirates, that'll be our time. 5 to 5.30 is Coastal Carolina's time for their pep rally, and then our pep rally is going to be 5.30 to 6. And then on game day, they're going to have, I think it's 1 to 5, Kyle. Um, they won't, after us, they have fireworks at 6 o'clock Central Time, by the way, on Monday night. But they, they're going to do, uh, they've got a whole big day on Tuesday. So if you're looking for a tailgate thing or something to do, they've got it all day long, or at least – I think it's starting at one in the afternoon next Tuesday. If you get to the bowl, it's going to be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, it sounds like to me that that they that tailgating is really not something that they're that they're you know I'm sure there'll be spots to tailgate. But what they want you to do is go park and come to the 
and come yeah. to the fan zone and, and there'll be plenty of food, drink, beverages for sale there and things to do. And that's what they really want you to do. And uh, of course, if you don't want to do that, figure out how to tailgate. But I, you know, I, I would take advantage of that. I mean, it's something different than your standard go to a damn game and sit there and tailgate. And I know people enjoy that, but it, try something different. Yeah, and, and in fact, that Fans Fest, I forgot what he actually called it, Bud Light, uh, that fe- that festival there is right near the stadium. So it's right next to the stadium. So in other words, you can be having a great time and then you're right there at the venue, right there at the stadium where you don't have to like travel blocks, you know, several city blocks is like right there. And uh, I like that because those of us that are not from Birmingham, not that we couldn't find something, but it's nice. It's, uh, I guess the convenience of that alone is a big drawing card for sure. Uh, what about, uh, Kyle, one of the things we haven't t- talked about because we've been so busy with the bowl, um, we can talk a little bit tonight and we'll have more information, obviously, in the next couple of days. But what about the signing period uh, on Wednesday? Yeah, um, we're glad to get that over with. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been keeping up with it. We've, We've lost some commits here. Um, I think NIL is hurting us quite a bit. Uh, we got the transfer from UNC verbal. Hopefully he'll sign. Um, I know we got the kid uh, that we're recruiting hard, um, and we're recruiting his t- – I believe he's from Georgia. Somebody help me out here. Um, uh, and we're recruiting his teammate also. Um, he he, uh, he had verbal to uh, – or maybe I'm getting my kids mixed up. But we had a damn kid that verbal to Toledo that we're trying to flip, that Igo predicts us to flip. So uh, it'd be nice to flip somebody for a change instead of having them flip on us. Yeah, and that's one of the things we're going to have to work on is, uh, you know, we talked about, here's your opportunity, Kyle. I'm going to pitch it to you right now. I know that until we get his commitment from uh, maybe NIL money or whatever we can do, but what about Mr. Beast? Don't you think? Yeah, I'll keep at it, Mr. Beast. Somebody get this to Mr. Beast. He's in Greenville. I know he's the richest man on YouTube. Uh, and he's in Greenville, and I know he recently has partnered with the university and is going to be doing work uh, with uh, the business school, the School of Entrepreneurship, et cetera. Um, but it would be nice to have Mr. Beast contribute to NIL. You, you, we could have the Beast from the East, uh, ECU student-athletes with, you know, Mr. Beast branding. He, he could use them on in videos, et cetera. Um, I, in my opinion, Mr. Beast has an opportunity here to, to promote himself through NIL by 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 you know he he is such a brand that if you have Mr. B student athletes he could he could with with his support if he had a significant commitment to NIL he could help East Carolina when that playoff expands to 24 to 12 teams and you're going to have one school in from the so-called what's now known as the group of five in every year if we could get Mr. B to to back us for NIL he could help East Carolina make the playoffs and that's a realistic goal starting in 2024, but it's going to take NIL money to do that. Um, and I, I, I'd love to see Mr. Beast be involved in that. And uh, let's, let's, let's be the beast from the East, baby. I love that. In fact, that's a great, I mean, that says it all right there. Beast from the East, Mr. Beast, East Carolina. I love that. And you can have t-shirts, all kinds of merchandise. Um, and it, and it starts with us. Uh, with, Are you with- kidding me? If Mr. Beast on the NIL with East Carolina, they Every damn East Carolina fan would have Mr. Beast, Beast from the East. I mean, that, that he'd make a ton of money himself off the damn merchandise. Exactly. That's a great uh, brand and branding uh, right there. In fact, um, I can see, you know, you think about all the players, all the great players that probably would go to East Carolina, but right now with the climate we're in with NIL, 
You know, you look at Avery Jones. Avery Jones went to Illinois. Why? NIL. And guess what? I think it was, Kyle, I think it was 25 grand is what he got. Well, that's good money. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't say I blame him. I hate this climate we're in. Um, right. I've been to Champaign, Illinois, that area. Um, I will say this Greenville's a much nicer area. Um, and that's all I'll say, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> get, get ready to be cold. Um, and I hope you can speak Chinese. All right. There you go. Mandarin, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I I literally uh, when I saw that, but I, I'm not making I'm not like, and let me be very careful to say I'm not like throwing shade. What I'm saying is, even a quote unquote power five school like Illinois, twenty five grand is a lot for us. But if you think about it, that's attainable. We have donors right now that if we have the and we have pirates, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, team boneyard. We have that where you can a collective where they can we can a whole bunch of us can give money, but twenty five grand is is not like two million or these big amounts that you hear that. Well, twenty five grand for one student athlete, you know that that's one thing. But when you're talking about twenty five grand for eighty student athletes, oh yeah, it that's, that's a different thing. I think SMU's doing that, something similar. Um, it, I, I, the money's got to come from somewhere. You know, I, I don't know. Obviously. Pirates himself, we all need to step up, and the collective needs to be a little bit more. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I guess I'll take money from anybody, but I, I, something needs to happen desperately for East Carolina and NIL. We, we, we need something to happen positive. And if we had, you know, I hate to use that term, but going back to uh, Mr. Beast really quick, because I think your idea is brilliant, um, by the way. See, Kyle and I get along. It's Christmas time. We, next week, we'll not get along at all. That's right. <laughs> but Mr. Beast, uh, if you think about it, Mr. Beast, and you have that, I hate to use the term, but a game changer. You want to talk about, you know, like we talk about Vince McMahon, we talk about other people. We've got a lot of people that have money. They're just not giving to East Carolina. So we've got to find, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Vince, Vince could use some positive press right now. Um, uh, you know, some, some NIL deals from uh, from Vince wouldn't, wouldn't be bad press for him. He could use any of the positive press he can get right now. When you think about it, we have a lot of great athletes right now, Kyle. That they're I've heard Duke. There's different uh, team. They're different teams, and what they're doing is they're giving these athletes, you know, like a NIL deal for them to come to NH, uh, NH, NXT, um, and you know different things like to train after they graduate as potential wrestlers. And there's no guarantee that they're going to ever make it, right? But I mean, just think about that. It's smart on their part to have potential. Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the, the deal with the WWE and NXT yeah. uh, going after student athletes. Well, I'll tell you what happened there, Dave. Um, and we'll, it's a little off topic, we're going, but yeah. it, we're, the, we're, 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 we're well past the territory days in wrestling and the Indies, it, it, it's too spots. It's too, it's too hot spot centric. It's too, right. too many flips. Um, so, so the indie pool kind of is drying up. So, they got to develop their own athletes, and uh, that's that's kind of what's happening with WWE and them trying to sign student athletes to deals uh, after they graduate and send them down to NXT. For anybody who's interested in what we're talking about here, it is it is it is a very interesting topic, actually. If anybody has questions, comments, you can put that on Facebook or YouTube, and and comments, and we'll um, we'll definitely answer those here with the time we have remaining tonight. Don't forget, by the way, Wednesday night's a big game, Kyle. 
as we have our very own Pirates, and they're hosting High Point, and the Pirates coming off that big victory in basketball on Saturday in Greenville, South Carolina, as they beat the Gamecocks of South Carolina, a big game for us. And we have uh, tickets are only $8, folks, for Wednesday night's game. I'll be there. I want you all to be there. And let's pack out Williams Arena, Menji's Coliseum, and you get the chance to sit the lower bowl. The students are not there, and Kyle, it's so much fun. I know that you've talked about before about being in those seats um, on the of the upper bowl. Yeah, lower bowl is a lot more comfortable. That's for damn sure. You're gonna have leg room. Eight dollar yeah. tickets, high point coming to town. Good um, team. They were eight and two the last time I checked. Um, pick they to lost win the big, pick, pick to win the Big South. So uh, it, it'll be a tall task. I mean, you don't. Well, you got positive momentum because you beat South Carolina. You need to continue it, find a way to beat High Point, and then you take positive momentum into the conference opener against Temple, which I believe tickets are also eight dollars for that. That's correct. So, um, uh, be nice to have a good crowd Wednesday night in, in Minji's. Um, Bubba mentioned uh, maybe some of the church groups, youth groups, etc. will take advantage of this kids being out of school and get some get some uh, get some groups from churches, etc. Other youth groups in uh, Minji's on Wednesday night. But, uh, yeah, come on out and see if we can beat High Point, get the 9-4 on the season. And um, who knows what could happen in conference play. I uh, We've never won. It's hard to believe we never won seven games of conference play. But if we can get nine wins, we can win seven in conference. That would give us a winning season going into the tournament. And uh, yep. so I think it's attainable. I think I think the league is very, it's top heavy. But overall, I don't think the, the league has incredible depth this year. Um, so I think we can win some games, obviously very top heavy with Houston, um, Memphis and Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. But after that, I think, uh, I think, you know, I think we can play with a lot of these teams and it wouldn't be something for coach Schwartz to get a win season in his first year. I really think, you know, I, I still, I'll, I'll say this. I still disagree with the decision to fire Joe Dooley, but it appears coach Schwartz was a good hire after all. And, uh, I heard somebody say one time. Um, the biggest thing, even if you make a decision to fire a coach that the fans don't agree with, is to get the higher right. If you think back when Ruffin was fired, have we got oh, Brady yeah. Hoke in here instead of Scotty Montgomery? <clears throat> Jeff Comfer might have never been ran out of town. Um, right. We might not have been paying him all this money all this time. And so, by the way, hey, Kyle, yeah. I got good news for you. You and I, you remember this very well, the second episode of our show, you and I did the show at IHOP. And you and I talked about it. It was March of 2018. And guess what? March of 2023 will be the last payment we ever have to pay Jeffrey Confer. Well, I, I've, I've long said that we should have quit paying him and made him sue us for the money. But uh, <laughs> w- whatever. Um, but nonetheless, back to the original point, Coach Force is doing a good job. And like I said, I think, I think we're past the point for those of us who were mad about the Dooley fire. Uh, I think we can all say Coach Schwartz is doing a good job, and he's also a very likable guy. Yeah. No, I, I mean, we made that point very clear, including myself. I was more um, boisterous about it. I was upset about it, the way that it was handled. Um, and I said from the get-go that I like the hire. I said I like Coach Schwartz uh, a lot. He's uh, been very personable. The very first practice, we were there, and he did a great job teaching the guys. He was very energetic. He, uh, his recruiting has been fantastic. So I have no issues with coaching. I have issues with the commitment. Um, that's a whole nother show, as they say, but the commitment to the basketball program is what I'm upset about. It has nothing to do with coach Schwartz. Um, he and his staff have done a great job. So 
Uh, let's make that very yeah, clear. And, and, and let's say this, if he, if he posts to win a season in his first year, you know, maybe that'll be reason for, for there to be a bigger commitment towards basketball. I think it's kind of what comes first, the chicken or the eggs. Do, do you win yeah. and then get the commitment or do you get the commitment and then win? I think in East Carolina where we are, we're going to have to see some success and, and then maybe the financial commitment will come from from the university as best it can. We money, you know, we, we put a lot into baseball. We put more into baseball than most people do, and that's not going to yes. change. And uh, that's one thing that hinders us in basketball. Yeah, and we don't want to take away from something that's a top fifteen program exactly. and we think the world of Coach Godwin. So it's a matter of like season tickets and things like that, or different venue. Uh, excuse me, different events we can do. To help so the program well, post to win a season your first year. If if we could do that, and that's still a long ways to be seen, that would probably help with season tickets next year. Um, also, beating teams like South Carolina, non conference. Yeah. You know, you, you you gotta you gotta get that RPI up or whatever the hell they call it these days. And net 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 net, and you know you, you want to be tier one, tier two. Um, that'll help your non conference scheduling. Yeah, well, which will help see. season tickets. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. It'll definitely help it. And uh, Bubba's back. Bubba, you going to chime in? Yeah, we're very happy to have Bubba Rosenbaum from China Grove with us tonight. And uh, by the way, um, our good buddy Richard Allsbrook, while we're getting waiting for Bubba to come in, he says, do you have an itinerary for pirate events on bowl game day? Uh, we did. We put that up there. Um, Just go back and watch the show. Um, it's one to five yeah. on – one to five on Tuesday of game day. They're going to basically have the same thing they do with um, Monday. They won't have the pep rally and they won't have. I uh, think maybe fireworks. he's asking, are you, are, to be clear, are you asking about events for the bowl or events that East Carolina is doing in terms of a tailgate, things that the university itself may be doing? Oh, okay. And we, and Robert, we do not have any details. Bubba May, uh, anything that the Pirate Club's doing, et cetera. But if you if you miss earlier in the show, we did put an itinerary up on the screen of events Delicious. on game day and leading up the game day that the bowl's doing, and just go back and watch the show after we're done, and uh, that'll be up there. But if you're looking at, for events specifically done by the university through the Pirate Club, et cetera, I don't have that information. Dave doesn't. Bubba might. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to get Bubba on the air here. Uh, hopefully we will. Yeah, I do know uh, as far as game day specifically, I have to – to look those up, I, I do know on Monday evening after the pep rally, after the fireworks, um, there is a you know, rooftop bar in, uh, in the East Carolina tailgate. And I, believe, I know there's an East Carolina sponsored tailgate on game day. But as far as the time and all of the logistics, I'd have to look that up. And Dave, here's a chance he wants to know if the sports objectives doing anything. And yes, we are. Yes, we are. Monday night, I know Bubba and myself will be there live, and we're going to be at Overtime Sports Bar and Grill. I know Richard, yourself, Pyredal, there's a lot of folks that are going to be in Atlanta, and they're going to be driving in early Tuesday morning. So we don't have anything as far as Tuesday, Richard, unfortunately, um, for like you guys, but we definitely can hang out with you. Um, but we're having Overtime Sports Bar and Grill. John Hall and his partner, they've agreed to host us, so... Those of you that are there Monday night from 8 to about 9.30 or so, then they're going to be hosting us and we'll have a, you know, meetup and uh, obviously a chance to, we're trying to, we're working on guests this week for next Monday night at 8 o'clock and myself and Bubba will be there live. Is that 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, Dave? That's a good point. It'll be 8, yeah, 8, 
It'll be eight central, nine eastern. Thank you, Kyle. Eight so, central, nine eastern. So if you're in, if you're in the Birmingham area, be there at eight o'clock local time. What in the world is that? <laughs> Bubba, mute yourself. <laughs> wow. I thought at first it was your dog Nikki. I'm no, sorry. no. What was the name of that of that bar again, Dave? Overtime, um, Justin. I hope you can make it. He said, "Love to join y'all live. We'd love to have Justin on." Overtime Sports Bar and Grill. And do you have that? You have an address? Uh, I can get it for you. We have. Uh, we're working on a graphic. Bubba's been working really hard on that today. Um, that we're going to put on our social media. I don't have. Uh, I'll have to look it up. I don't know the exact address. I'll have to look that up. Well, just Google talking. Overtime Sports Bar and Grill in Birmingham, Alabama, and be there live, 8 o'clock, local time, 8 to 9.30. Dave and Bubba will be there live. I'll be there virtually, hopefully, and uh, and uh, come out and, and, and uh, have a few drinks, some wings, et cetera, and uh, interact with the guys from Sports Objective, at least two of them. Me and it's, Matt won't be there, but we'll be there in spirit. Yeah, it's uh, a 100 Frankfurt Circle uh, Suite. And um, that's uh, there in Birmingham and Overtime Grill and Bar dot com. Overtime Grill and Bar dot com is their website. In fact, we'll have our event up there. Um, they're going to put that up for, for us very soon. As soon as we get the graphic to them, uh, we're all uh, working hard. So we're trying to do that. But um, anyway, uh, that's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun again next Monday night. And that'll be from nine, nine, nine Eastern, eight Central. And is it true that you're going to have Bo Jackson there, local local Alabama celebrity from Auburn? Bo Jackson is going to be there signing autographs for everybody that comes out. So. <laughs> well, the place I know holds a hundred people, um, so we we did that on purpose so that it wouldn't be such a big big venue. And the deal is they close at ten Central time, eleven our time. And hey, if there's enough pirate fans and they're drinking pirate beverages. Um, they will stay open for us later. So uh, we'd like to uh, have, uh, it won't be the first time that a bunch of pirates have closed a bar, right, Kyle? Closing time? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, come on out and support us, support the sports objective. Tell your friends, tell your family. Eight o'clock local time, um, Monday night, 26th, uh, at, at, uh, at uh, what's the name of the place again? <laughs> overtime, uh, is Overtime Grill and Bar. And that's the OvertimeGrillAndBar.com. In fact, Justin said he's going to try to get John and the crew to join join us. That would be fantastic, Justin. In fact, we would love uh, to have as many people as we can there on uh, Monday night. Um, what else are you going to be doing? Well, there's I know a lot to do in Birmingham, but we would love to have you for that 60 to 90 minutes. So we're going to be there. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll be telling jokes and stories. And I know Kyle is always fun. So... We're going to miss you. By the way, I wanted to say this live on air. We're going to miss you a lot, Kyle, and we want you to get better. So next year you'll be with us, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, no, I won't. I, unfortunately, I won't be able to be at the bowl game uh, Wednesday, or excuse me, Tuesday, uh, the 27th. I have chemo that day, uh, so I won't be at the bowl game, unfortunately. But uh, it is what it is. Um, got more important things, obviously. Health comes yep. first, and. Uh, I, I wish I could be there, but I can't. And uh, but I will. I will. I will be rooting the Pirates on from Greenville. Justin says he's going to close the bar. No worries. That's my man, Justin. He's one of our. He's in our Hall of Fame. He's one of our VIPs for the Sports Objective. We appreciate it. He's going to have. Uh, look at this, Cal. How about this? 
He's going to have eight to ten with him. Well, Justin, spread the word. You're like he's one of our favorites. And hey, look, no, nothing better if it holds a hundred. Nothing better than a full capacity or near near capacity. That'd be great. Even if we even if we get up to a half house, get fifty people in there. Um, I'm I'm quite sure they'd be quite pleased uh, to be selling beer and wings, et cetera, to uh, to as many pirates as possible. The sports sports objective. No doubt about it. It's going to be great. I can't wait to uh, the, the bowl atmosphere. I'm just curious about, like we talked about the numbers, not to repeat ourselves, but just um, I'm just anxious right now. It's going to be a long week. It's good for the Pirates as they're getting in practice, and we're going to have that information again for you on Wednesday. Uh, Coach Mike Houston is going to talk to the press right after lunch. They have a practice on Wednesday morning, and I know that early, if you're just joining and tuning in, we had Mark Meadows, executive director, on Thursday is when Coastal Carolina gets in on Friday is when East Carolina will get in. The team will get in Friday. So they're going to have a, a few days and they've got a lot of activities. If you missed out, then go back to the beginning of our show to see the interview and you'll find out okay. all the stuff they're doing. Chanticleers get there a day early. Is that because they got to get their mullet styled uh, before <laughs> the game? Oh, uh, here we go. Some trash talking. That's always good for right before bowl, right? Well, they're known for their mullets. I mean, that's you know, that's kind of something that comes to Carolina synonymous with is the is the mullet. And uh, there's Bubba again, just popping in, and saying nothing. So, hello. Yeah, he had a few. Uh, he was not using the toilet. He said um, so a while ago. It sounded it sounded something like that. Um, but I don't know what can... that sounded like. He might have been torturing small animals. I don't. I don't know what the hell it was. <laughs> I hope God knows. I hope he was in a gym, just in a gym. Uh, he said. Okay, you're in a gym. All right. Well. Gym equipment, I guess. I, I don't know, but uh, we're going to have, I, I can promise you one thing, uh, no doubt about it. We're going to have a lot of fun on Monday. We're going to have a lot of fun on Tuesday. And then, uh, Kyle, we're not going to be back until, I think we're leaving, our crowd is leaving at noon on Wednesday, which puts us home about 9 or 10. It'll By the time I get back to my house, it's going to be every bit of 10.30 before I even get back to Williamston that night. Well, yeah, hopefully you'll be coming back with the pirate victory. That'll make the drive a lot better. Um, make it a lot longer if we lose, I'm sure. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll be coming back a, a happy pirate with a win over the uh, the chandeliers. There you go. Uh, Justin said, "Thank you, guys." A little nervous as we're having to take a second truck down to Birmingham. And my question is, uh, why are you having to take a second truck, Justin? Normally, you just have uh, extra room. equipment because they're going to be there extra days. Oh, I guess and more. Yeah, and they have their, I guess, their clothes and the equipment. And I guess yeah. practice gear, because take... normally you don't have to take practice gear down. You're going to have to take true. practice gear down, et cetera. And also, don't they, and they also take down, help me, Kyle, but don't they take my memory off, uh, off the top of my head? They take uh, their away jerseys and home, right? Um, I have no idea. I would imagine they just take the jerseys. jerseys. I, I, I wouldn't think they take away and home. I'm sure they're going to take maybe multiples of what they're going to wear. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. Who, who are we? The home team? I, I would assume so. I am not. That's a good question. I didn't think about that to uh, to ask Mark. We had other questions. Yeah, that's a, that is a good question. Who's the home team? Are we going to be? Are we going to be in the in our purple or black jerseys, or are we going to be in road whites? What would you vote on right now? Well, well, I wouldn't have a vote if we're the road team. Um, I, I, if we're the road team, I would prefer. Um, I would. I would probably do. White jerseys, purple pants, um, and maybe black helmets with a purple face mask. That would and, be cool. Uh, and if we're uh, if we're the home team, 
I, I per, even though the last time we played in them, we played like crap. I love the, the, the modern retro Jersey. Yes. I, I like that look against Houston. We didn't play in it well. So we did not play well wearing that against Houston. So if we're going to do it. Let's go all the way with the modern retro and do the Memphis look again, uh, with the, with the white helmets. So either that or, uh, or the black unis, either one. By the way, um, okay, he's helping me out. That was band equipment. That's why they're having to take the second truck. This is their third bowl they've uh, done, and we've never had to take a second truck before. And he tells us, by the way, we are home. We are the home team. Okay, do you have any insight on what the, on what jerseys we're wearing, Justin? Um, uh, if we're going to do purple, black, what we'll be curious to find out. Yeah, the Houston game is the only uh, game that we played were the throwback jersey. That's correct. No, it's not. We played the Memphis game in the throwback jersey. The only one? What's up, Bubba? We played two. We played Memphis and Houston. Oh, okay. No, I said we only wore the throwback jerseys that game. And the, the Memphis game, we wore the entire combination. Correct. And that's what I said. So if we're going to do it, let's go with the full thing and wear the white helmets with the purple script like we did against Memphis. <clears throat> Sounds good. Hey, Bubba, do you have any insight on about – uh, signing day coming up on Wednesday. He's gone. We lost him again. <laughs> we lost him again. I was going to ask him about that. But anyway, it's going to be great. Yeah, if you want insight on signing day, go go, go, go to hoistacolors.net. Yeah, that, that's, that's your best place to go. Go go support Igloo's website. And uh, and and uh, he uh, he always has great recruiting information up there. No, no doubt about it. Do you have anything before we go? Uh, no, just uh, – you know, everybody, um, I, I'm sure we'll do a show again before Christmas. Yeah, I believe the fifth. He's going to plead the fifth. Okay. Well, he He's knows. Tell us. He knows. You know. Come on. Yeah, well, he probably shouldn't. Yeah. They want to do the big reveal on, on the Twitter. But uh, Kyle I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to put money on black. That's what I'm going to put. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on black. Oh, man. That would be cool. So, Justin, I'll buy you a beer. How about that? Can you do that? Or two or five? Well, I'm sure. I. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when we reveal that. I would think we would reveal it prior to Christmas. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, I uh, no, but uh, I, if we don't do a show, are we gonna do, are we doing a show again before Christmas? Egg? Yes, I think our Christmas show, Bubba said, was I believe off the top of my head, I'll have to look at my notes. I think it's Thursday night. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll save my holiday wishes and all until then. But uh, just just looking forward to uh, the bowl game, Christmas, and uh, uh, the basketball game tomorrow night. Uh, that went over South Carolina got me fired up. So uh, hopefully keep the positive momentum rolling. All right. In fact, uh, oh, and um, we have a pirate preview tomorrow with, uh, I'm looking at the schedule now, and that's uh, the Coastal Carolina High Point will have um, a pirate preview tomorrow. Wednesday, we have the High Point uh, overtime, and then we have Thursday is our Christmas show, and then, of course, Monday, as we talked about, will be uh, the overtime sports bar show, and that'll be our bowl show live from Birmingham, um, but that Oh, here's what he said, by the way. I will wait for the reveal because I know he wants to keep the contract with the university. <laughs> he said, but I will say, yo, we'll love it. Okay, Justin. Okay. Good deal. That's, hey, that's, uh, we don't want to get him in trouble. I appreciate you, Justin, for being a huge supporter of the show and uh, and a thankless job. Those guys work their tails off to get the equipment. I can't imagine having to be responsible for all that stuff. Um, not only to mention the managers and all the people behind the scenes and the drivers of the truck that Justin and his family have. I mean, it's, it's a lot. So 
a lot of responsibility. And um, one of these days, Kyle, we're going to go on the road with them, right? 18 wheels and a dozen roses. He said he will. Yeah. And by the way, disappointed. We made the whole show. And you said that you were going to ask oh, well, Mark Meadows. Well, I didn't ask him, but I'll ask you about uh, Dave. Can you paint me a Birmingham? There you go. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't, I can't wait, guys. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, again, on the top of the screen, if you're listening, it's uh, Team Boneyard. And that's what we were talking about earlier about creating NLL opportunities for student athletes. So make sure you guys uh, check that out. And Kyle, I know we've got a lot of great sponsors like LK Custom Homes, right? With uh, Kevin Walker. Yeah, LK Custom Homes, Kevin KK Walker, great pirate. Uh, they're in the triad area. If you need a house built, give KK a call. 336 688 8461 is the number to call. And get your get yourself a house built. Maybe, maybe you need to expand. Maybe you need to add on a room. Kevin, Kevin can help you out. No doubt. And uh, by the way, I went to Porky's Backyard Barbecue to pick up those great toys. Thanks to everybody, including your great dad who came out. I love Frankie. Your dad is so cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the cool part, but he's a great guy. <laughs> I think he's cool. He was funny. <laughs> he wanted to give old Kyle a hard time. He said, 14 to 7 is what I pick. Well, that's fine with me. As long as we win, 14 to 7 fun. I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, 14 to 7 would be shocking, but I take it. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be a lot more than that. But uh, anyway, Porky's Backyard Barbecue, we appreciate Mark and Terry Holiday. In fact, uh, tonight, hey, Kyle, I had it because I knew I was coming on the show. I had the meatloaf tonight. I had, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Stewed apples and uh, collards. There you go. That's a a good dinner. Good good. dinner. Good, good, really good food. So I appreciate the support of the program for them. And uh, are, by we the way, gonna, are we just going to share what we have for dinner? Or are you just telling me that because it was from Porky's? No, it's from Porky's. Okay. I, I had a chicken quesadilla and some black beans if you were interested. <laughs> uh, Justin said, by the way, see y'all down there. Catch me at Gus's Fried Chicken or Dreamland Barbecue. Dream, now, Dreamland, that is, is that in Birmingham? I was thinking that was in Tuscaloosa. But that's a legendary place. I've heard. I've yeah. actually heard of Dreamland Barbecue. Oh yeah, it's legendary. But I was thinking I was in Tuscaloosa. Maybe there is a Birmingham location. I, that white they, they do an Alabama white sauce. I don't know if you've ever had it. It's a mayonnaise based barbecue sauce. A lot really? of people, yeah, a lot of people put a, a lot of people put a little um, little horseradish in it, and it goes really good on brisket. Um, oh, I love brisket. So uh, yeah, the, try that Alabama white sauce while you're down there. All right, and uh, finally, last but not least, our good friends at PGXGloves.com. And I know, Kyle, um, baseball season's around the corner. Our good friends that love golf, they've got just about everything at PGXGloves.com, right? If, if you've got two hands, they've got gloves for you. Even if you got one hand, they got a glove for you. You can order two, just use one. Uh, PGXGloves.com, get yourself some custom-made gloves for yourself, for your kids. Maybe you play golf, maybe your kids play baseball, football, whatever. Go to pgsclubs.com, put in promo code ECU at checkout, save yourself 25%. And it's Pirates-supported Pirates. That's right. Mark Minakazi played third base during the Randy uh, Mazey era of Pirate Baseball. So, And speaking of which, one more thing before we get out of here. If you're wanting to have season tickets, the Jungle is what they have left, and that's not a bad thing. The Jungle is an awesome thing. But call Coleman Spain. Call the ticket office uh, tomorrow, 1-800-DAL-ECU. You can do that business hours Monday through Friday or anytime at ecupirates.com. And uh, order your bowl tickets while you're doing that at the same time. That'll be fantastic. All right, I want to thank our great guest tonight, Mark Meadows, Executive Director of the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate you, buddy, for all that you do for the show. And 
Um, we hope you feel better very, very soon. And then uh, Bubba Rosenbaum, thanks, dude. I know you had a lot going on. He was behind the scenes tonight producing and all that he does for us. Until next time, we'll be back on Thursday night, our Christmas show. You've been watching and listening to The Sports Objective. Good night, everybody, and go Pirates. First down, every touchdown with the cannons blast. Get it on, get it all, get the wave going like the hurricane, y'all.